Hi and welcome to Soapbox, the soaps podcast brought to you by Radiotimes.com. We're here every week to talk about the soaps, what's happening and what's about to happen. I'm Jonathan Hughes and I'm joined by my very dear friend and colleague, David Brown. Da, da, da. Hello. Hello, you alright? Yeah, I'm good actually, yeah. A little I'm, bit misty-eyed. I'm very misty-eyed, I'm very emotional yeah. uh, because we've watched Coronation Street's 10,000th episode, big milestone um, today, just aired on yep. Friday. Um, and it's kind of been the soap highlight of the week or the century. I absolutely <laughs> loved yeah, it. Yeah, you loved it, didn't you? Really I, loved it. I liked it. it as well. I mean, uh, up until I watched Corrie tonight, I thought, oh, we'll just be going to be talking about EastEnders because yeah. I thought EastEnders was very strong. Yeah, but, really strong. More of that later, viewers. Yeah, but then viewers. along came the Corrie trip to Blackpool. Yeah. And I but thought, didn't actually get to Blackpool. No, <laughs> just a few labours. Yeah, whenever Cory goes to Blackpool, disaster <laughs> follows, doesn't it? That's true. Yeah, that's why it was so light and fun. Yeah, because they didn't end up with anyone getting hit by a tram. Well, sometimes, like Vera Duckworth, she only had to think about moving to Blackpool, and she died in her armchair. <laughs> so just the thought of Blackpool <laughs> can conjure up bad things. That's but, true. Uh, yeah. yeah, so we had a bad thing happen before they went, which was that Dennis Tanner had died yes, off screen. Indeed. And this was kind of the, the kicking off point really, wasn't yeah. it? For some nostalgia. So much nostalgia. It yeah. was like kind of, you know, when you get those internet YouTube videos about all the Easter eggs you might have missed in this week's episode Completely. of Star Trek. Yeah. The Corrie was full of it, wasn't it? So much Easter egg action. In fact, I filled up an A4 pad writing down my favourite moments slash callbacks. Yeah. So much packed in there. I think the archive department in Corrie obviously just must have worked a few weekends here yeah. because yeah. so much in it. Did you feel like some of it was a bit too knowing or did you feel like, yeah, it all worked and it was all nice? Like, do you, What was the balance like for you? For me, it all worked. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that it was too much. I thought it was just perfect really in terms of the little nods you know here and there i mean you, you, it, it, they weren't so signposted that they got in the way of the drama like just the kids playing up against the side of the yeah. wall was very like the first scene yeah in Corrie, things like at the end rika rita using the term um knacker's yard yes like elsie tanner is that elsie tanner's first ever line e elsie about ready for knacker's yard yeah yeah so i liked all that i thought it was you know, very well done. Yeah, and weirdly, they weren't really on the street that much. And I thought, when it got going, I thought, oh, this is weird. Like, is this going to work? Because they're not spending the majority of the episode on the street itself, on the yeah. cobbles. But y you didn't, I don't think that, it made it feel quite special. It made it feel like a bit of an event. And it was the, 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 all the right mix of characters, just a cracking script as yeah. well. Like, absolutely note perfect, um, you know, a mixture of, Kind of that Cory humour, the innuendos. Yeah, so much. Undercutting and poking fun at their own storylines, but of, you know, all the drama of Jeff and Yasmeen and him locking her in a box. Then Mary's making fun of it by talking about Debbie McGee. You know, it's the the, the confidence of, of it to, to have that and to bring it in, I thought was really, really lovely. I thought what it also kind of got across was the fact that in Coronation Street and in soaps in general, neighbourliness trumps family ties. Yes, it does. So um, the fact that all these people are there for each other in a community and they strive towards this community ideal of yeah. everyone knocking on each other's doors. Yeah, looking out for each other. Um, that was very much to the fore. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't clannish at all. There was no kind no. of like, oh, this is a Barlow story. This is a, you know, a, a McDonald's That's story. True. Everybody came together. Yeah, in the it, moment, friendships and neighbours, and some. You know, obviously, some of those characters were related. You had you had members of families and blood relations there. But yeah, you're right. It's about 
the community and and, yeah. and as good as family. And that was kind of typified in Sean and Eileen's little strand in the episode where yeah. they talked about being family. Jenny and Rita, not blood related, but you know, Rita called Jenny her daughter because effectively yeah. she's the closest thing she's ever had to a daughter. That made me really well up. Yeah. That scene was beautifully, beautifully played, I thought. And um yeah, if you've got you know my generation, our generation of Corey is kind of, I guess, you would remember it more from the 80s and yeah. that kind of, from that point on, you would have watched the old clips prior to that. But, you know, n- remembering when Jenny Bradley came in yeah. and that whole story with her yeah. dad and how Rita took her in and what they've been through, I just thought that was lovely. It's making a virtue, th- these characters kind of make a virtue, the fact that they've created family Yeah for themselves yes, out of what they've got around them. Yeah. And that was quite nice. I mean, you did have to kind of suspend your disbelief a little bit, like at the end of it when Rita was going, eh, you know, bets in the fabric of this place. Yeah. I was thinking, yeah, in this pub, which has burned down about <laughs> nine times, there's not, there's not a grain of wood in that place, which is yeah. the same as what bet was, and it's was there like for. the fourth set they've actually built. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it was, e. it was media city. <laughs> yeah. In back in, oh no, it weren't. Yeah, so yeah, yeah yes, course you've got to kind of suspend your disbelief about i've done a list david i'm going to share with you some of my favorite little callbacks i might yeah. do a little pop quiz for you okay go on then. so there was a, a moment where Haley cropper got a name check and she'd written um a card for amy's 16th birthday you know obviously in her in her last few moments where yeah. she knew she, she didn't have long to live um now do you remember that Haley and roy could have been Amy's parents. Yes. Is this because Tracy yes. tried to convince Roy yes. that she had slept with him and <laughs> that Amy was therefore his daughter? Absolutely. Yes. So then... Roy really had a breakdown over that, didn't Roy, he? Roy, I think, tried to take his own life. Yeah. It was all very dramatic, very serious. Then it came out it was actually Steve's. But then Tracy was going to give the baby to Roy and Hayley. That's right. And yeah. do you remember what they named her? Oh, no, because for a very short amount of time, they Amy was theirs, and they had her as a baby. Then Tracy decided she couldn't part with the child. They gave her a different name. Oh, Patience. Oh yes, mm. Patience. Yeah, so I wonder whether they were going to have that in there. Yeah, That's quite interesting. They should have played Patience by Take That on the bus <laughs> on the coach. They played everything else. Um, <laughs> have yeah. a little patience. Have a little patience. Yeah. Or played the card game. <laughs> yeah, Patience. patience. Um, Eileen's. Relation to Dennis Tanner. Even Eileen said, oh, I can't remember. Oh, th- there's no way. <laughs> As you say, even Eileen couldn't, couldn't work yeah. that out. Didn't Julie work this out originally yeah. as to how they were related? Yeah, I think Elsie... So I think that Dennis's mother, Elsie, was Eileen and Julie's auntie. Okay. I think that's what Does Eileen is. live in Elsie Tanner's old house? I think so. Yeah, I think she does. Yeah. Number 11. Yeah, so there yeah. you go. Yeah. So she's keeping the genes in the right yes, house. She absolutely is. <laughs> um and uh what else did I like? Hilda got a few mentions. Yeah, when Rita was cleaning. Yes. Jenny said, put your dishcloth down, Hilda. Yeah. Um and there was a nod to Alan Bradley, though they didn't say Alan Bradley. Rita just said, Blackpool's got unhappy memories for some. Yeah. And there's a close up of Jenny. Um Was Jenny there no. when when <laughs> Hilda Ogden was on the programme. Yes. Oh, she was, was she? Yeah. Jenny started about 85, 86. Oh, and, okay. Uh, Hilda left Christmas Day, 1987. Yeah. Yes, so she, she was, yes, she was there. The tail end. Tail end of, uh, yeah. And also Rosie Webster being a goth. Yes. What a nice callback that was. I remember that. Was That was when she was with that 
actor who's now oh, West End star. Richard Fleishman. That's right. Star of Ghost the Musical. <laughs> yeah. And whose mum in real life was Sue, Sue Jenkins, Jenkins, who was barmaid Gloria. That's right. And Jackie Corkill in Brookside. Yes. Mm, this yeah. is getting very dafty, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I also love the credits that they kind of did a lot of greatest hits of the um, the closing credits and it faded to black and white. At the faded end. to black and white. <gasps> and do so we believe lovely. that Ken is going to be going? Well, this is the big twist, isn't it? Yeah. Apparently. Ken, Ken's going to go to a retirement home. Is he? Is he going with Claudia? Apparently. Wait, but doesn't Claudia have a, like, a really glamorous flat somewhere? Well, you can have a very glamorous retirement home. Perhaps they need to be warded and controlled <laughs> these days. <laughs> Do you think so? Maybe. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like He's still out walking that dog, though. He's fine, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, he's fine. And he says, oh, I wanted to travel. But isn't this retirement home like down the road? Yeah. <laughs> not like for ken that is traveling <laughs> he only need a passport yeah he couldn't even bring himself to go on stephanie beecham's barge so he can only manage to go down the road he's just going to the ring road yes just turn left off the ring road i think we'd have heard about it if ken was really going to be leaving coronation street i think so although i i feel like um this is a bit of a thing and that if he says i'm going to move I'm going to leave the street and I'm going to move away. I think the family and the community are going to possibly abduct him and like tie him to the chair in num- in um, number one. Do you think that would be dark? Yeah, it would be dark. Yeah, <laughs> that's the 60th anniversary sorted. Tracy takes her yes. own dad hostage. Tra- well, you've got all those Barlows: Tracy, Peter, Adam. Um, yeah, they basically say, "Yeah, Ken moved away, but he didn't." <laughs> yeah, and they've got him locked. He's in up. the basement. Like Andy Carver. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We've just made a really nice fuzzy. Who kidnaps Ken? (laughs) Where's Ken? Yeah. And Claudia's like going, I was meant to go to the retirement (laughs) village. I haven't seen Ken since the 10,000th episode. He's just kind of like going in the basement, like with a rag in his mouth. Got, re- got really that. I think Amy would be behind it. Oh, yeah, Amy. Yeah, Amy's like the future, isn't she? She's yeah, like yeah, really yeah. turning into a mini Tracy slash Blanche. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's for your own good, Granddad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amy. Amy. <laughs> oh, I love it. I just, yeah. So that is the big kind of repercussion. Although plot wise, it wasn't really about that, was it? It was just a nice hour with. Old friends, really, is yeah. what it felt like. But, I, I, you know, at the end, I, I suppose the implication that Ken will leave the street is kind of a a bit, a bit of a bit of a doof-doof, to borrow yeah. a term from a rival soap. But, um, yeah, it was... I think uh, that will be, will be resolved, <laughs> Yes, you know, relatively soon. Probably. He, he ain't going anywhere. I don't think Surely. it's going anywhere. Well, let's hope not. Yeah. Um, any other... Cory business. I think the ten thousandth episode really was th- that eclipsed everything. Really, yeah, I think so. Yeah. In fact, I was campaigning just to do a podcast about Cory's ten thousand, <laughs> where I do impressions. Yeah. Reason, but, um, apparently, but, no one wants that. Viewers. <laughs> it was the week of uh, callbacks, though, wasn't it? Across it was. Soapland. Yes, absolutely. What other ones would you like to bring up? Well, on EastEnders tonight, they replayed the Den and Angie divorce yeah. papers moment. With a bit of a role reversal. Yeah, like a cover version, I'm yeah. thinking. Like a like remix. Band-Aid 2. Yes, like Band-Aid 2. <laughs> <laughs> like Sonia and Big Fun instead yeah. of um, Bono and Mature. But it's like when you're kind of like down the pub and you're a bit drunk and you're quoting like 
the best moments of EastEnders. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you start talking about the divorce papers. Hey, do you remember the divorce papers yeah. bit? And you start reenacting it. That was what Linda and Mick yeah. were doing because Linda was sloshed. Linda was really sloshed. Linda was like doing the karaoke version yeah. of it, wasn't she? Yeah. Did you notice that there was even boxes of crisps in the background? I That's the first thing I thought of. Yeah. Because when we've talked about that scene before <laughs> on the podcast, it's all been about the crisps. <laughs> they didn't have Alice and Moye on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> they missed a trick. I still think they should have had Anyone Could Fall In Love by Anita Dobson. <laughs> Yeah, anyone can fall out of love in these two's case. Well, so it was like it was a gender role reversal, wasn't it? Because it was Linda that gave the papers to Mick, whereas it was Den that gave the papers to Angie. Yeah, um, and they were standing in the same places, just you know, the the, the male and female roles just walk around. I thought that was really good, and I thought it was, um, there's been a bit of other nostalgia in the show throughout the week as well. Lots of old photos in the loft that Ian oh, and Sharon yeah. were In fact, Ian and Sharon was a bit like Rita, Ken and Audrey <laughs> in that bus. Yeah. Like, oh, it's just us now. But did just you, us left. Did you notice that um, the original incarnation of Michelle was back I in did. the photos? I did notice So that. therefore, new Michelle yeah. is no more. Apparently not. Or new Mich- Jenna Russell's Michelle. And yeah. w- w- was Todd Carty yes. used on that photo? He was, yeah. It I wasn't David that. Scarborough? It wasn't, no, no. But I suppose because of what happened to yeah. the actor, it was a very tragic um, thing that happened to the actor. So I suppose perhaps that was that. Well, I mean, that they, that they've retconned some yeah. of it. You know, there's yeah, a bit of photoshopping there. But Michelle, it's like, uh, yeah. this is the Michelle that, that I, you want to see. There's a bit of that, but I do wonder whether the, just the circumstances, obviously, with David Scarborough, I think, make it very different yeah true but um yeah so but an interesting choice nonetheless i thought it was quite fun because um here at radio times uh those original eastenders publicity photos a lot of them were taken by our veteran photographer don smith indeed who still comes into the office he does indeed yeah every week yeah i always have a little bit of a chat with don uh, but I must mention to him next week, actually, that I'm sure some of his photos would have been With on those that. those shots that Ian yeah. was rifling through, I imagine so. And I've spoken to Adam Woodyard in the past. A couple of years ago, we recreated the um, first EastEnders Radio Times cover. Oh, with the bills at the, at the market. Yeah, we did yeah. it with the new generation of bills, but with I remember, yeah. um, Ian being Pete. Yes. And... Don Smith, who's the photographer, came along and he said to Adam Woodyatt, oh, you won't remember me because you were like 16 yeah. at the time when I photographed you. And Adam Woodyatt said, I do remember you. You gave me an apple. Aww. He remembered him straight away. <laughs> oh, He's got a very amazing. good memory, Adam. Though, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was lo- lovely. So, yeah, th- that was a bit of a segue. But, uh, yes, there was lots of trips down memory lane, down memory lane. between Ian and, Ian and Sharon. Yeah, and then the trip down memory lane that... Mick and Linda didn't even know they were doing because no. they never met Dan and Angie Watts. Um, but they probably watched it on Christmas Day 1986 because I think the entire country <laughs> yeah. did. Uh, yeah, imagine if like Linda had said, I've seen this on YouTube, right? <laughs> yeah. It's really good. And, then, and she's like, there's crisps and there's Alison Moy and she's really like, a fluffy, fluffy jumper. Huh? You sound like Jules Holland. <laughs> <laughs> I was going for Kelly Bryant. What went wrong in my impressions though? Um, yeah, yeah. But... If Linda carries on the way she's going, I don't wow. think she'll have six little months to live. Six <laughs> she'll have tragic le- little months. I think she'll have less than that. Well, it's only a week and a bit to the anniversary. Oh, I know. So indeed. does this mean that they're kind of lining up Linda as the much-talked-about-but-not-yet-revealed death? Mm. Death on the Thames? If she makes it that far. 
Well, yeah, that's true. I know, but... Uh, well, she's going to go to the boat party because she's going to sniff out the booze, if nothing else. Like, she'd do anything for a true. bevy, wouldn't she? So, yeah, she'd be... Um, I'm still wondering whether she's going to bring about somebody else's demise accidentally. Yeah. It's got to have um, more consequences in it, yeah. the, the the alcoholism storyline. It's, it's got... To, yeah, I mean, it's gone to some pretty dark places anyway, but... My yeah. top three... Deaths, I suspect. Top three deaths? Is this because you want them dead? <laughs> no, or just narratively you Narratively. Okay. Um, I'm still sticking with Tina Carter as number one. That's an outside bet, but you she, might just be onto she's something. Stu- she's still it. She was in it, wasn't she, I think, this week? She's been around, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My, but my top one, I think, is Bex. I think that's pretty... Pretty good odds there, because we know Jasmine Arnfield is leaving the yeah. show. That's been confirmed. So I think I think Bex is prime candidate yes. for death. Yeah, and she's a heritage, you know, daughter of heritage characters. Yeah. Obviously, it's a big story for you know the the the, the Jacksons mm. and the Fowlers, um, and it could involve you know Dot and the Brannings and everything. So yeah. it could bring Stacy back to help Martin yeah. with his grief. Stacey don't want to bar a Martin now. I know, but she's got to come back for some reason, hasn't she? Well, I suppose so. Um, so, yeah, uh, she's my top one. Bex, member of the Carter clan, TBA, maybe Tina. Maybe Tina. Or Leo. Um, oh. Eye in the attic. Eye in the attic. Eye, yeah. eye? <laughs> yeah. <What>? <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you think at any point with that whole um, Leo's in the loft bit, it's like... Oh, I quite like that um, lampshade's been unusual. <laughs> yeah, it? very Ooh, unusual. Very nice. I don't know if you'd sleep properly, though. It's quite busy, isn't it, to look at when you're lying in bed? It is. Do you know what I mean? A bit distracting. Well, she, she is obviously not looking at it very closely because she didn't she see really that isn't. big eyeball yeah, staring at her. Is he not sneezing? I don't know. Like, like, clearing his throat. <laughs> uh, thank goodness he doesn't snore. I know. Yeah. Also, yes. Um, why doesn't Whitney notice he's there? Because every time... We're in that room. There's really ominous music playing. <laughs> it's like I horror movie it music. It is horror movie music. It's a bit exorcist, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I want, or uh, maybe Whitney's just going to like, we'll see a press stop on an iPod or something. Yes. Go, oh, that music's getting on my nerves. <laughs> it's to help her get to sleep. Like when you have like... Whale song. Whale song. Like, she has horror, mu- horror movie music. It's <laughs> only going, yeah, go to bed. But why don't you go to bed? I'll, I'll run you above. Put your horror film music on. Yeah. You'll nod off in no time. <laughs> So yeah, he's up there. He's, he's doing, literally up there. <laughs> he's doing a Lachlan White from Emmerdale. Yeah, and a um, Kim Butterfield from Hollyoaks when she was a bit of a crazy stalker. Yeah, yeah. She, she was living in a loft and spying on her prey. Yeah. It's an old soap favourite, yeah. but it can't end well. Like I really, um, this has to be Leo's like last hurrah almost. Where yeah. do you, I'm not sure they could. Where do you re- go from here? Where do you go from a loft? <laughs> the only way is down. <laughs> Although they could keep it going and like have like a whole. He's on the moon. Yeah. No, no, just kind of have a whole episode where it's just like from Leo's point of view. Oh, the what eye. What he can see. Yeah, well, they've just got, the eye. I think they've like splashed out on some new cameras or something because that whole special effect, you know. Yeah. It's a soap first. It really. Eye, Leo's eye point of view. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. It could be called like the, the eye player. But then. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. Yeah. It's like we work backwards from that gag. Yeah, there you go. Um, that could be a 35. Never mind boats down the Thames. I just want the eye. Yeah. <laughs> the London eye. Okay, we get into eye puns. Uh, <laughs> any other EastEnders business? We'll do a quick roundup of Emmerdale and Hollyoaks in a bit. Um, yes. Uh, one thing I thought Ian and Bobby were very good. Yeah. That scene really where he threw him out. I really felt for Bobby. Yeah, I did as well. He's good, isn't he, that Bobby? Yeah, he's very good. Yeah. Best Bobby they've had. 
This would be the best Bobby Wolford's ever had. <laughs> yes, I think he is. Um, but in fairness, he's been the most characterised Bobby yeah. in a way, hasn't he? Like yeah. we've really, he's had more to do than any of the other Bobbies, and he's of an age where you know you can, you know, with child actors, there's restrictions. Often, <coughs> kids in soap don't get a whole lot to do because you can't, you know, they can't work very many. Well, last hours. one did he got to kill his sister? Yeah, but he never really. <laughs> he just stood there with a music box. Yes. I mean, I didn't mean to do in it. terms of motivation, it wasn't yeah. much. Uh, yeah. Um, I thought those scenes were very, very strong. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Ian, boo. Really? Cruel. But you can kind of see where he's coming from as well, because all this time I have been thinking he, he needs to let his anger out about yeah. the fact that this... It's not okay that he killed Lucy. Yeah. And if that's how you feel, just got to say it. But yeah, it's boiled over now, isn't yeah. it? He should have... He should have been more honest about his feelings when Bobby got released. Yeah, that's really. right. Instead yeah. of storing it all up. I, and look what happened. Yeah. Shut him out. I did think when they brought Bobby back, I wasn't sure as a viewer. I thought, do we need to go back to that story? Is it necessary? And then I kind of didn't buy it for a while that, oh, everyone's fine with it. But that's been the whole point. They've kept this going for like six months, a year, yeah. that no, Ian is not fine with it. And um, it's now paying off. And I think it, it was very much the right decision to bring Bobby back and to revisit it in this way. I think it's really... Yeah, it's worked. Definitely. Yeah. Right, that's all I wanted to say about that. Uh, Emmerdale then. Should we do a bit of Emmerdale? So Emmerdale, I think Rona um, <laughs> must be taking the night holes. She's a very deep sleeper. <laughs> she really is. Every night or every afternoon when she's having a nap yeah. on that sofa, Pierce is practically breathing in her face, stroking her cheek, talking to her. Never mind just I in the still. attic. He could make a loft conversion up there and she wouldn't notice. <laughs> she he could convert it all. While he's converting it, she'd still sleep through she it. Won't. So Rona's having a big sleep. Um, so Pierce is kind of becoming a, a master of disguise. He thinks he's the talented Mr. Ripley, doesn't he? Very much so. With his Glasses. Yeah, it's Clark Kent glasses yeah. posing as this hotshot lawyer. And also, um, you know, my favourite disguise of Pierce's is, is oh. my favourite disguise prop, oh, the curtain. Oh, the cur <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to fashion a cardigan out of that curtain. <laughs> <laughs> I think one day he's just kind of going, oh, it's ever so warm, yeah. this curtain. It's quite nice. I quite like the colours. Yeah. So that was the main thing, wasn't it, this week? Just a lot of Piers walking around. Oh, we had Sandy dying. Off oh, it's been a week of off-screen deaths. What was Dennis Tanner? Dennis Tanner off-screen death, and um, yes, poor Sandy. Of course, the legendary Freddie Jones yeah. passed away last summer, and this is Emmerdale's lovely tribute, I think, to to Freddie and to the character of Sandy. So there was some, yes, yeah, some nice nods to. They um, all managed to get those Australia tickets really quick. How did they afford them? The internet. Oh, did somebody <laughs> did somebody buy them? For, did Pearl buy them or something? I think she did. No, not Pearl. Um, Betty. Betty, that's right, yeah. yeah. Somebody, uh, some benefactor. Betty the benefactor. Is Betty quids in? Is she really rich? Not now. She paid for everyone to fly uh, to Australia. She's she might, skint. She might have sold Sandy's mobility scooter. She might. That would have that would have yeah. fetched a packet. Yeah. yeah. When I'm dead, Betty, sell this chrome <laughs> quanta, dear lady. Yeah, that's our little tribute there to um, <laughs> Freddie Jones. Love Freddie Jones. Absolutely yeah. love Freddie Jones. Yeah, uh, yeah. so that was like, I think Pierce-wise, though, and it'll throw forward to next week, Pierce is going to make his move next week, isn't he? He's going to come out from behind the curtain. <laughs> yes. He's going to pick up Vanessa's little boy and kind of yeah. go on the run with him. So I think that story's going to pick up. I feel this week was a lot of treading water and 
a lot of hiding and putting glasses on. Yeah. But we're kicking in next week with Pierce, and um, yeah, he's gonna, you know, snatch the child. Maybe Rona's gonna be awake yeah. in a scene with Pierce. Yes. And you know, when Johnny, Jonathan Rather was going, it's great working with Zoe Henry again. I thought, is it just because she's when she's asleep? She doesn't have any lines. Scene? No, I think we a bit short change if that keeps happening. Yeah, but yeah. So, um, but is, is that a Thursday half seven cliffhanger? What do you think? It's got continues at eight o'clock. Yeah, it's it's the half seven jeopardy. Yeah, it's it, Thursday <laughs> half seven jeopardy. <laughs> Only jeopardy can occur Thursdays at half past seven. Yeah, yeah. imagine like on, on a Wednesday if someone's like you know a tractor's about to crash into them. We go stop, but, stop. It 24 hours to go. <laughs> it wouldn't make sense. No, they'd have to like literally freeze time. We wouldn't know where we are. No. And we had Marlon. Oh, free yeah. Marlon. Free yeah, Marlon. And the little girl. Where's your t-shirt, David? Where's your pink Marlon <laughs> needs to be free t-shirt? You are really not on board with this, are you? I know. You? Well, no, I am because I want him out. Um, just because I, I don't like to see April upset. Oh, it's really, really sad, isn't it? But I do think that Marlon should, should get all tough in prison, though. That would be hilarious. Yeah. If like he Romper came out Stomper. all buff. Yes. Is know. it Romper Stomper, that film with Russell Crowe? Yeah. Or uh, Bronson. <laughs> yeah, not Mr. Bronson from Great Kill. <laughs> or Bronson, Breeder's Dog in Hollyoaks. No. Okay, yes, I know the one you mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah Is yeah. it Tom Hardy? No, I can't Tom, remember. I think Tom, I want to say Tom Hardy. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if Marlon comes out of prison and they recast him <laughs> as Tom Hardy? <laughs> Just for like an episode. Yeah. In a way, it'd be awful for Mark Charlotte. But in another way, I think he'd be quite flaccid. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Could do worse. Um, yeah. Any other Emmerdale business? That was it, really. Hollyoaks, uh, I just wanted to give a little nod to. Mitchell came out and it was very, very emotional. Yeah. Um, and yeah, really, it was kind of the big story of the week and it really took its time. We've been building up to this for like a year uh, with Mitchell finally kind of coming up to his granddad. His granddad's very religious and quite strict, quite traditional. So there's, you know, a lot of stuff to explore kind of culturally with the Devereaux, what it means to be, you know, openly gay yeah. and all of this. Um, it was really well done. I Where thought. are they going to take it in the coming weeks? So, well, at Walter, the kind of, you know, very traditional patriarch, he's thrown his grandson, who he adores, out onto the street and out of the family because he can't deal with his sexuality. So it's kind of going to be, you know, the family at war and whether mm. he can ever really, really forgive him or accept him. And it turns out Walter had a brother who took his own life because he was gay and he felt he wouldn't be accepted by the family and by the community. So there's all that to unpick. I hope that it's all going to be happy families eventually, but, you know, it is a soap, so it's unlikely. But we, um, I wonder whether they're going to play something similar out in Corrie with the Baileys. Yeah, well, that's that's kind of... That's coming It's coming back week, into focus. It? Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, because it's been a slow burn, much like the Mitchell story. It's been um, it's been slow burn. People have got to know the character. And yes, I think... Because next week, Ed's... F oh, an old friend of Ed's turns yeah. up and he's gay. And it gives James the strength to yeah. come out. Mm. What kind of reaction will he get? Yeah. We've been led to believe that the dad's homophobic. We don't really know that he is. We do don't we? know. It's been... Um, They've not been very well penciled in, have they, the Baileys? No, the I feel like they haven't had enough screen time. Yeah. In a way. I think you need to let new families bed in. But yeah, I feel like you haven't really you haven't really got to know James or um, Edison enough. I think they're quite engaging screen presences. I like the family, but yeah, I feel... But maybe this it's is the next few weeks. underused, aren't they? Underused, but I think the next few weeks that yeah. um, they're going to be back in focus. So we shall see where they go with that, With the, yeah, whether there's any parallels to the Hollyoaks story. Also on Curry next know. week, looking ahead, I think Daniel and Bethany get it 
get it together a bit. Oh, I don't. I don't approve. <laughs> I'm like Beth. Yeah, Beth's going to do one of her. She's yeah. only been dead four months. Oh, here she is. Rams. Blonde, jumping in a grave. <laughs> yeah, okay. You're working out of Ashenade. Yeah, I'm I'm with Beth. Do you think Daniel looks more like... Noel Edmonds. Noel Edmonds or Kenneth Branagh. Noel Edmonds. Foxy Bingo. Yeah. I think he's <laughs> <laughs> the fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah. Yes. So that's happening next week. Yeah. EastEnders, what's happening well, next week? Well, we we just will give a little mention because it was just at the end of Friday's Keanu's back. Keanu. Keanu. Yeah. Keanu's back for Sharon. So that is going to play into next week for sure. Yeah. Uh, and we are, again, just now a week away from the anniversary. So, yeah, Keanu's return um, with added beard and very comfy looking puffer jacket. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that is going to be the big story next week. We don't know, really don't know anything. We know he was filming on the boat. We saw like pictures in the tabloids, but. Um, and a picture of Lorraine Stanley and Danny Walters filming it that she put on social of them oh, in a hospital. She? Oh, I didn't see this. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Is he got the beard and the puffer jacket? No, he, I think he's like in hospital oh. clothes. Hospital, hospital clothes. Hospital clothes. <laughs> <laughs> interesting hospital wear apparel yeah, yeah. so but so inadvertently bringing about the whole of this 35th anniversary drama is bernie oh <laughs> who, yes who's written to keanu yeah she's kind of um smoked him out yeah yeah but how did he get the i know it was a text wasn't it yeah she sent him a text yeah because he kept his phone she didn't write to him under his assumed name Oh. Alistair, whatever he was. Adrian Swanson. Adrian, how did you remember that? I don't Adrian know. That Swanson. literally appeared out of nowhere. I thought, oh, I can't remember it. And then it appeared. <gasps> Adrian Swanson. Adrian Swanson. Yeah. yeah. You've been trying to track him down. Yeah, I have. I haven't <laughs> had any luck. Turns out he's back in Albert Square. <laughs> I was looking in, like, you know, Guatemala. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking on the Costa del Crime. No, yeah. it was just around Sharon's house. <laughs> Not very good hiding place. Probably in the loft with Leo. Yeah. <laughs> aye, aye. And just. <laughs> Went for a small one. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's going to be the big story next week. Yes. Uh, okay. Any other business, David Brown? My business is done. Good. I'm pleased to hear it. Uh, what a week it's been in Soap. I think it's been a really good week, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, very strong indeed. Very strong. Thanks, yeah. Soaps. Thank being you. good. We've loved it. Yeah. Uh, next week is going to be very exciting also. Uh, so thanks for joining us. We're here every week talking about Soaps. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us. Bye. <laughs>